0: This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. You're listening to The Assist with Trevor Hart. All right, welcome back. So, um, something kind of, I don't want to say weird happened last week, but... So an important happened last week. Um, I was on the last – I called my last basketball games for trying basketball as far as I know, and um, it's just been – it's just weird. That's the only way I can say it. It's just weird knowing that I may possibly never call trying basketball game again like when I'm – when it's my full-time thing to to do – Pretty much, because um, I consider this my job right now. I do. Um, and the fact that that's not going to be the case for the, for, I mean, never again. It's just weird. And I just wanted to do this episode. I don't know how long it's going to be. I wouldn't see it being incredibly long. Maybe it will be. I don't know. Depends on how. I handle it. Um, I want to do a tribute to both the men's and the women's basketball teams. Just um, a thank you for everything. It's been an incredible, incredible ride. Uh, I wish it wasn't over. For the love of God, I wish it wasn't over. But, um, yeah, let's just go ahead and get into it. So this whole me doing broadcasting things started out with me doing basketball. I mean, basketball is my thing. Why not cover basketball? Um, it all started back when I was talking with my advisor, Professor Pod, um, about what I what what did I want to do? What's the end goal? And I told him I wanted to do like a sports media. Well, that was like if I could have one thing, it'd be like a sports media company. And he was like you know, you should go talk to Andy Brown about being a uh, communications minor. So I emailed Andy saying, like, I'm like a sophomore here. I want to do in sport management. I really want to get into sports media. Um, I was told to come to you about communications minor. And he said, yeah, I will set up the meeting. And um, first thing, you know, we just start talking at this meeting. You know, Andy, he knows what he's doing. He um started testing me on some stuff not like hard testing but like just in a regular conversation like uh he's like so what, what fan are you i'm a fan of the pacers and he's like okay what do you think of the pacers and i go on my spiel for like two and a half minutes pretty much and um and you know he's getting a, he's being in a part of the conversation and all that and he says um yeah i can I can tell that you can do this so um I think it'd be a good thing for you to be a communications minor and we'll go over to t v n to get you a podcast I said great signed on to be a communications minor and I was getting a podcast on the way which is the one that you are listening to right now um so then fast forward to that next semester it's january um and it's- it's still time of covid where Things are getting sort of normal again, but like you know, we're wearing masks everywhere. Um, There's people who are sitting at tables. You have to be one seat apart from each other, and all that. And no one is allowed to basketball games, unless like I think each player got like five to ten tickets they could give out. I wasn't getting tickets. I didn't know anyone, and if tickets were going to go to family, obviously. So. I was thinking, I got to get in. I got to get into the MTI Center to watch these games. Because, I mean, my freshman year when I was in engineering, I went to as many basketball games as I could. I want to say all of them, but I just, I'm just i not 100% sure. I think I went to every one I was able to go to. Like, I would stop with my work. It's two hours. I mean, I know that's – I could be spent on homework, but, like, basketball's my thing. I want to go watch basketball. And I watched those two teams and I I never realized how much I would love being here for these basketball games until I saw these two teams. The men's team was electric, you know. Because when I think D three basketball, I'm not thinking guys who can slam it, who can slam it, who can dunk it, who can, you know. My my whole thing coming into it, and I think I talked about this on the Don't Disrespect Small Schools pod, um, I see it as a step above high school basketball, and I'm dead wrong in that. I will admit that 100% now, 100%. And the women's basketball team had a really good senior, Katie Steers, who was a player that I tried to be my entire career, a great defender, someone who'd still distributed the ball and someone who still put up like 10 points a game. That was like my perfect thing. And now she's like the leader of this team. And so sophomore year, I'm like, I got to get in the building because I was, I went to one exhibition game when they're like allowing us to go. And then once this season started, no go. Could not go. Um, So I'm like, I got to get in the building. I, I got to do something. And so I was like, I was like, oh, because Professor Pod told me, you know, Andy does all the, he's a commentator here. He does all the games, like basketball, football. He does everything. I'm like, all right. So now I have that. I have that connection. I email Andy saying, Hey, I'd be, I'd be very, I'd be interested in calling games, and I'm not saying this. It wasn't a selfish reason as to, to why the the sole reason wasn't. Oh, I can get in the building to watch basketball. I felt like I could add something to it. Like I've, I heavily favor defense, and I think that I would be able to point stuff out on the defensive end that people maybe wouldn't notice. And I feel, I feel like I could teach people something. And. um I was like, I'd be interested in doing this. Can I shadow you? And I put in the emails, John K. He was like the main guy at the time I'd met him. He was the main student broadcaster. I'd met him once. And, um, he was like, yeah, it's actually, it's going to be me and Brooke Cunningham. And, uh, yeah, you can, yeah, totally. You can shadow us. So I get there. Um, I show up before pretty much anyone was there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then I show because I showed up right when Andy told me to, but then Andy showed up like 20 minutes <laughs> later. I don't know it was 20, maybe like five, 10. It felt like an hour because you know, you're there. You don't know anyone. People are asking like, what are you doing here? Because I mean, you're not allowed in the building. And, um, I'm like, Oh, I'm here with Andy. And they're like, uh, okay. Andy usually gets here, blah, blah, blah time. And I'm like, well, Andy told me to be here at this time. And, um, gets to point where, you know, we start talking about stuff every night. I remember we were talking about the Pistons, because he's a big Pistons fan. And um Yeah. And then eventually, you know, it's like, would you be willing to do like a halftime segment? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And by the way, I'm not dressed up for this. I'm in a trine t-shirt and sweatpants. Um And, uh, you know, he's like, we start going upstairs, get a third mic. And then I was like, should I like, should I have like, uh, well, no. So then he was like, all right. So we do a halftime segment. And then I don't even think it was like two minutes later. And he was like, you want to be on for the whole game? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So I text my mom, Hey, I'm going to be on the men. I think it was a men's game. I can't, I can go, I can try and go back and find it. Um, it would take a long time. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be on the basketball game, and um, you know, we go upstairs, and I'm like, you know, I should I dress up if I'm gonna do this. He's like, yeah, you probably should go buy a, buy a polo. Still don't know why we don't get um <laughs> some some dress clothes. <laughs> that was Andy's like, we really need to make TBN shirts, and uh, that never happened. Yeah, at least I I don't know if it will happen. We got a few months for that. So, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Um. So yeah, and it, it just went from there. I just I did the game. I did pretty good, I mean, from what people were saying. Um. It was funny though, uh when I won the gold microphone award, which I've talked about. I was extremely honored. Don't think I don't think I deserved it. Um, I'm not even a communications major, um, and the fact that the communications department wanted to give me an award was beyond belief. Uh, when I won that, you know, a post on Twitter saying I'm I'm honored. Um, well, uh, the whole tweet I went through. Um, Coach Miller, who runs the men's basketball. Twitter account, which I didn't know at the time. I just thought it was someone from the team who was running it, and um, and I should have realized. I think this is when I did realize that it was Coach Miller running it. Pretty much, he said. I remember when he was on third wheel for a for third wheel color for some games, and he said, "This guy needs to speak up. He knows what he's talking about." Which, again, I, (laughs) I. I'm so honored that for people to even think like I know what I'm talking about and that I'm, I know enough to where I should be on a broadcast is incredible. I've just been a guy who's just known a lot about basketball and I've, and I played it. Um, And the fact now people are telling me, hey, you, this guy knows what he's talking about, Um, it floors me every time. And um, yeah, it's, it's incredible. So that it's how it started. I keep doing basketball games. Let's so keep going. Get on the mic whenever I can. I end up like becoming like the third member of the Wednesday night team, which was Andy, Brook, Cunningham, and myself. Adding on to that, um, and then so we couple months go by. You know, you do games. Every, you're doing them like pretty much every Wednesday. At that point, whenever they're available. Um, and so then MIWA tournament rolls around and I don't know what's going to happen. The MIAA tournament. I don't know. Is it just going to be Andy and John? Cause it was John senior, John K senior year. I didn't know. I don't want to, if it's, if he just wants to do all of them, I'm fine with it. Just, I, I asked him like, do we know what's going on yet? he's like, because we were hosting about four games that week. He says, as as long as we kept winning, we were going to host. And um, he's like, well, I don't know. I think we'll just figure it out. Um, First game was on a Tuesday. Um, I Let's see. How did that go? First game was on a Tuesday. I wasn't on it. It was Andy, John Kay, and Ben Wengerd. And then Wednesday, it was because that was a women's game. Wednesday was a men's game. It was me, Andy, and Kelsey Taylor, who's a part of the women's basketball team, someone who I've been watching for a year and a half now. And I'm on the call, and we're acting like – I'm acting like it's nothing, even though like I'm sitting next to an all-conference player who's now playing Division I basketball at Butler. So I'm – I'm just, you know, I'm nervous as all get out. Um Do the game. And I, I I didn't find – I've never been nervous for this kind of stuff because, like, I've mentioned before, people – if you tell people for, like, that I went to school with or even people I grew up around, people that knew me when I was a kid, and you tell them, hey, Drew does basketball broadcasting now, they say, shut up. Because I wouldn't talk to people. I wouldn't even say hi to people. I was so shy. And um, all, all I do is tell people now because they're like, man, I it's still – I still can't believe it. I'm like, well, hey, man, it really pays when you, know, when you know what you're talking about. It really does. And I'm not saying I know everything about basketball, but I'm, I'm confident in my knowledge to where I'm able to do it. I, I, can I talk about anything else? Eh, not really, depending on what it is. If it's like 80s movie knowledge, maybe, um, or music, some music knowledge if it's older. Um, but basketball is my wheelhouse. It just is. Always has been, always will be. I don't see a point ever to where I can get bored of it. I find something new. I I swear almost every day with basketball that makes me fall even more madly in love with it. And, um, yeah, so that Wednesday, uh, after the game, Andy is like, hey, I think, do you want to be on the next day for that Thursday? He's like, it's with Brooke. You know, we... Work here well, and I think you know a lot about the, about the game. You give good insight. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I think I, I, I told him bet. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bet. <laughs> I'm trying to get my foot in the door, and I'm saying bet instead of yes, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, and then that Thursday game happens to so do good. And I'm thinking, okay, this is the end of the line. Because on the schedule, it was Friday, Saturday, Andy, John. That was that was it. Then at the end of the game, Andy goes, "Do you want to be on Friday's broadcast?" I'm like, "I'm like, yeah. If, if you think I'm, I don't think I said it this way, but I'm kind of thinking if you think I'm up for it, yeah. Because I mean, in what I've learned, and I, I've not even been in this business a long time, but I've you know they say in a lot of stuff, best ability is availability. Someone asks you if you want to do a game, do it." just do it. You you just can't you can't really say no until you get I don't even think people who are high up in the business get to say no. Um so just be available for everything. So he asked me to be on. I'm like, "Yes, 100%." And he said, "All right. You know, John, we've been doing it for a long time. Just find your spots. You'll do great." I'm thinking and I like I'm I'm calling my mom. I call her after every game. I'm calling my mom. And I'm like, I'm on tomorrow, you know? And I I'm I don't want to say I'm running with the A team, but I mean that's that was the team at the school. Um I told John at one point, I was like, before I got on the call with him, John Kay was a legend to me. It was like Paul Bunyan or something. Like you I met him once, you never I never really saw him around. Um so I I do the game on Friday. And I, I think at that point it was that one was probably a women's game because it was it was getting to the point where like you're getting heavy in this into those first few games of the tournament. Then then I do good on Friday. I asked to come back. And get asked to come back on Saturday. I do, and or the Men's Basketball MIAA Championship, I thought there would be nothing in what was my brand-new broadcasting career. I didn't think anything could have topped that game. Nothing. Not a thing up until maybe when I get out into the career. I didn't think there would be anything to top that game. A conference championship game hosted in the MTI Center. I'm on the call for it. And it's it was a 10-point comeback, down by 10 at halftime. That team comes back. Also, I'm broadcasting about a player who's an all-American Nick Bowman. I didn't think there would be anything else that would top that. Near the end of the game, Manny McNongo, a freshman, a six foot nine freshman, who when you know he started out, he looked like a twig. Like he hadn't built any muscle on him yet. A freshman steals the ball from from the point guard on the team that's in the MIWA championship, like it's just not regular. It's not regular Joe Schmo. I mean, this guy is a is he's like a starting point guard on this NCAA tournament caliber team. He steals the ball, goes down the court, and slams it. A freshman, and the only thing that could come to my mind was, "Are you kidding me?" That was all I could say. And every time I go back and look at that clip, I, I kind of cringe at that because at that point I hadn't really found my voice yet. I'm kind of quiet. So, like, it's just, are you kidding me? Pretty much. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think I'd do that for anything. And then I go on to do softball, and then, you know, the next year basketball comes back around, and John is back. He had to come back for an, an extra semester. So now I'm splitting time with John. Also, Ben Wangers getting into the mix, um. And I I love I love all the games. I mean, and at that point I'm working for TBN as well. So every game I'm doing something. I mean, you're on camera. I'm I'm on. I'm doing something with the games. And then you know, second semester rolls around, and that's when I get hot and heavy into it. Because instead of sh- splitting time with two other people, now it's just Ben and I. And um, they were all great games. I mean, every game I was able to do, and you know, you take notes for it, that's when I really took it deadly serious. Start a Google Doc and take notes. Do a whole write-up on them. Maybe not a write-up that will be in the newspaper, but do a write-up to where you'll get enough information to where you won't run out of anything. You, there's no shot of you running out of information in the game. And I still do that. It's incredibly important. Be over-prepared. Don't script it. Don't say, well, you need to say this, this, and this. When it comes up, it, it's natural. When you say, yo, by the way, this person is fifth in the MIAA and Whatever have enough information. And it was around the time when I take over the Storm Center Podcast, which if you haven't listened to that, I highly encourage it. I get interviews. I try to get interviews every week now with uh, different players from different teams. Um, I interviewed Nick Bowman, who's an All-American. I interviewed a preseason All-American, Tara Benovich, who's now playing D1 basketball in North Dakota. I interview a bunch of these players and every time it's just so great. January rolls around and there's a whole thing with COVID going around where it was kind of spreading again. Um my roommate had had tested positive. He moved out of our room, he had to go to a different building. I had tested negative, but they said you still need to keep a mask on for a little bit. Um, but then Andy texts me, and he says, hey, I got COVID. Um, I need – I can you fill in? And at this point, I had tested negative a couple times. I think it was multiple times I tested negative. They still said keep the mask on. And I said, let's do it. I'll do it. For, and it's like, okay, all right, I got someone new, so you're going to be play-by-play. Oh, crap. <laughs> okay. Let's, okay, play-by-play. It's a whole different ball game because color, play-by-play play, says what's going on. He gives, you, he gives you a beat. You say what you noticed. And a lot of times when I'm on color, I notice very minuscule things. I notice stuff that maybe many other people won't notice. So now for me, now you have to look at everything and describe what's going on. And you don't just do stuff on the ball. You describe stuff off the ball. You describe a ton of stuff. Um, that first play-by-play for the men's against Adrian—a night I'll never forget because it's my first time doing play-by-play. Trying Thunder get a win. It's my first time I get to interview Coach Brooks Miller after the game, and I think we interviewed Nick Nick Bowman after the game. So, okay, now I do play-by-play duties, but now, after doing all of that, you got to think of questions to ask, which is tougher than I think people think. Because when I'm doing play-by-play, I'm focused on play-by-play. I should be doing, like, writing down notes, like, maybe you should ask someone about this. But I think the, the interviews went great. Uh, those are interviews I figure up on YouTube, on the uh, Trine Men's Basketball uh, YouTube page. So thank you for that, um, but also the women's team beats Hope at Hope, snapping an NCAA record seventy three game winning streak. I cover that team. I just I cover a team that just made history, and I swear no one talked about it. From what I could tell, no one was talking about it. I'm like, what are you guys on? Like. 73 game winning streak is ridiculous in any format, no matter what division you're in, no matter what class you're in, no matter what level you're in high school. 73 game winning streak is like, that's like two, two or three state championship title runs. Maybe even you're in, you're edging on four. And the facts like I cover that team. I legit. I know some I have interviewed someone on that team. Fantastic. And you know last last year the men's team they there was this, they were getting good shots, they just weren't falling. It was tough. It was really not tough to call. I love calling them, but this is tough on the team and it's, you know. And they kept with it. Incredible. The women's team made it all the way to MIAA Championship where we got to host again against Hope. They fell short, but then all of a sudden, we're hosting NCAA tournament games. And my God, what an experience to always... You think for the longest time that the NCAA tournament... It's the peak of basketball, and I think it truly is. Uh, March Madness is something that everyone deals with. Everyone knows it's not a secret to anyone. People who aren't even fans of college basketball will watch March Madness. And now I'm on the call for it. I don't... and It's Division Three, yeah. But I... I... Who knows if I'll ever do an NCAA tournament game again? I hope so. But who knows? Will I ever do NCAA tournament basketball? I don't I don't know, but I've already done it. I can say that. And watching that team go all the way to the Final Four is like I called the first two games of this run. People are gonna remember this run, they're gonna want to rewatch some of those games. And I kick myself all the time. I should have went to Lexington when they were in the Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, and I should have went to Pittsburgh when they went to the Final Four. I really should have went to Lexington. That that Elite Eight game, that Elite Eight game, was one of the best things. That it was one of the best games that team ever played. I should have went. I watched it every step of the way. If you think that I'm missing one of their games, if you think I'm missing any game, the only reason I am is if I'm on the call for the other team. That's it. And, you know, like, I'm always taking notes for some people. are Like, why do you take this? Like, I mean, you watch them all the time. You take notes. You take it so seriously. It's my job. When I covered NCAA tournament games, I just talked about this with Chelsea Geese again on the Storm Center podcast. People were like, Oh, you're still gonna you're gonna call the games? I'm like, yeah, duh. They're like, but it's but it's spring break. Yeah, this is what I want to make my job. <laughs> Two days of spring break isn't a backbreaker for me. I will do it. And I did. It was incredible. We get into post and for the NCAA tournament. We had to do post-game pressers. I've never thought I would be doing post-game pressers. Did I mess up on some of my questions? Yeah. Like, there's a one point where we played a school named John Carroll, and I said John Collins, like the NBA player. But I asked our head coach, and he rang. I said, Coach, you know, I said John Collins, but I'll just say John Carroll. It's like John Carroll's played a lot of similar teams. Like, you know, they've... They played so-and-so. They played a couple. They played, I think it was Albion. They've played Alma, I think. I was like, how much, how much help does that do for you and your coaching staff when, when scouting this game? And afterward, I mean, Andy, he, I mean, not Andy, right? Andy Brown said, uh, I think you asked the best question in there. And then people started clowning on me. Of course, Christian Jones, of course, <laughs> always beefing with me. He says, yeah, but you said this, the wrong name of the school. And now that clips up on YouTube forever. I think that's on our Trine Athletics page. So thanks for that. Um, I can only blame myself on that one. But um, I I think hard about my questions. I I notice some stuff. I do the research. Those were some of the best. Those were some of the most quick quickly done research games I've ever done. Not just because I didn't do as much. I was so excited. I got like four write-ups done in like an hour and a half. It usually takes me two hours to work on two teams. I was so excited. And getting to see that team get drawn into the tournament and know that we were going to host, even though I knew beforehand (laughs) that they were going in, um, Was was great. You can see me, and there's some pictures I haven't saved on a USB somewhere, where it's the team celebrating that they got into the tournament, and I'm there with my phone out as I'm recording it. Um, that it it meant a lot, and to do those NCAA tournament games, and also have people know who I am is the craziest thing to me. Like how I'm able to talk to someone like, you know, I've had classes with some players, you know, like we'll know each other on that. But they'll also ask me about some different stuff and they'll know who I am after the fact. It's insane. And the fact that, you know, Coach Miller, whenever I see him around, he'll always wave, say hi. Coach Andy Rang, Coach Hoffman, Coach Taylor, they always say hi to me from the women's team. Um, the fact they even know who I am, but the fact that they know me on a first name basis is astounding to me before the game. What was it? Two weeks ago, two Saturdays ago. I'm in the, I'm in the cafeteria eating breakfast. I got in there first thing because you know, the game was at one. So I had to be at the MTI by noon. And so I was like, I'll eat at 11. And the team is in there. And, you know, I'm sitting by myself, you know, I'm just off. I'm just doing my own thing. I'm, I'm watching basketball. And, um, it was the same day as Purdue IU were playing and I'm wearing a Purdue shirt, you know, coach rang, coach Taylor, coach 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 me he's like, so what do you think about Purdue, Drew? And I'm like, they're like, we're going to get a win? I'm like, they better <laughs> because, I mean, use all beat up. Might as well beat them now, you know? And um, always just willing to talk to me. And then after that loss, they're always like, man, what, what happened? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. Uh, it's it's great. um, Watching that team go to the Final Four, like I said, was incredible. And then this year when, you know what I'm saying, like, hey, and like, "Let we're gonna do every women's game together. Perfect. It wouldn't want anything more." And then I even get to do some wins games in there because some people, there was like miscommunication. People wouldn't show up. I was there. I'm in the MTI center. If I'm not, if I'm not on the call, I'm in the building for sure. So I was like, I had text Andy, "Hey, you need me? Get to do these games." And you know. Getting to know people on the team now. Uh, Connor Jones, I had him on Storm Center. We've had classes together. He's awesome. Chelsea Gisage, I mean, she's been injured for two years now. And, you know, we talk to each other all the time before games. Uh, Sydney Wagner, talked to her on Storm Center last week. Incredible. Um, Just getting to know all these people. And the fact again, it's to where all these players saying, What's up, Drew? Like, all conference players are saying hi to me. Like, are you are you kidding me? Um, it's just it gets me every time, and I I swear I act starstruck all the time. And I think people are like like someone from a team will say hi to me, and I'm like, I'm like I'm like hey what's up and then I'm like man they you know who I am and they're like and people are like duh yeah you call their games and I'm like it it still hasn't hit me yet like why do you know who I am I just, I you know it's the why part of it not just it's amazing I've I've loved covering the women's team the whole year round I've loved doing some of the men's games um Men's team is on an incredible run. They're twenty-two and three going into MIWA tournament, twenty-third in the country, I believe. Women's team, I think we bumped up to thirteen in the poll before the MIWA tournament. They're getting ready to play. Um, Incredible. And um, the real, the really special, really special moment came on Senior Day. This was on Saturday. I get done calling the women's game. I did. People say I did all right. I was fine. To me, I was bad. I was just so nervous because it's my last basketball game. Basketball's my thing. And people are like, "Why are you, what are you nervous for? I mean, you've done this before. I'm like, yeah, but I've done it before with knowing there's a next game. Now there's no next game. Other than the men's game that I'm about to do. But this is my last women's game. Because with the conference tournament now, um, top two seeds get a bye. And then once this first round is over, then it's all played at the number one seed. Both teams that try and got the two seed. So we're not hosting. Sucks. It really does. It Totally and completely sucks. Because the past two years, it's just been top seed hosts each individual game. So like if you were a three seed, you still got to host at least one game because you were a higher seed. You're playing like the six. Um, it's it just sucks. You you walk in to MTI. I, I get some T-shirts, free T-shirt day get some programs, everything was free, It's Community Day. And then one of the, and you you just walk in and you're just like, God, this is the last time I'm going to be in here, at least at this table. Maybe the last time I'm in MTI, I don't know. Maybe I'll swing by it, but for me there's no, why would I go there? I never really work with camera anymore now that, um, basketball's over. There's not really a lot to use on the camera, or at least now, and there's other people in there. I don't technically work there anymore. I, I, I was unable to get paid this year. So when I did, it was on internship. So now I don't, I don't get paid for it and there's no internship. So I don't really work there anymore. Um, you walk in and you know this is the last time. This this is the last time I'm gonna do all of this. Last time probably Coach Rang and Coach Taylor and Coach Hoffman will say hi to me before the game. Last time I'll say hi to Chelsea Gisegy as she walks by the scores table. Last time you stand there for a national anthem. Last time you get to throw an in it, you get to do an intro for a women's basketball game. Last time you get to see these seniors that you've been watching for four years on the floor. It's rough. And I was incredibly nervous the whole way. Um, And I like, I blew some stuff. I blew it going in between quarters. I've just kept, I think the basketball play by play was fine in general, other than forgetting some names from the R team. But um yeah, I blew it. I did. And I just I want to apologize to the fans of Tri Women's Basketball, but also the team. i you and the seniors. You deserved a way better broadcast, at least from my from my perspective. The broadcast itself was great like everything the bells and whistles is fantastic. Everyone behind the scenes is great. I was not good. And that's something that honestly shouldn't happen at this point. So I'm sorry. Um that team cut down the nets on Saturday on senior day. And you know, um and also my mom was there at the games. Got to say hi to her, you know, I'm nervous and all that. Um, so after the game, you know, there's cutting down nets. We're not, we didn't do an interview after the game because, you know, they're too busy cutting down nets. Um, so, you know, we outro, we get out, like we'll see you in about 40, 30, 40 minutes for the men's basketball game. You know, my mom comes down, we're talking, um, Sydney Wagner comes out to me and like Sydney Wagner, we're neighbors. Like we live across the hall from each other. Um, and every time I see her, you know, we always talk basketball and then, um, I, I emailed her about doing storm center. She did it and we became, I don't want to say like fast friends, but definitely, I don't think it's not like you're just talking about basketball, you know? Um, now every time we see each other, we say, say hi she says hi drew which again is crazy to me why do you know my name um but she comes up to me and she's like how was how was the last one because we talked the day before on storm center like this is my senior day too i'm not gonna do basketball again and um she's like how was the last one she was like well you're doing are you doing a men's game i'm like yeah but i was i was rocky on this one she was like well why i'm like i'm just so freaking nervous and, um, you know, she walks up, says, thank you to everything that I've done for the team, which I haven't done anything for the team. I'm just, it's easy, you know, when you watch the game you love and a team you love so much, it's just easy, you know? Um. So she comes up, says, thank you for everything. She goes, she cuts down her piece of a net comes back over to talk to me. She sits down next to me. And you know, she's like, oh. it's like, man, I don't know that much how much experience cutting down net. I'm like, Shh, I don't either, because we talked the day before where my high school team we didn't do great. We I've never cut down net in my life. Never will, by the way. Um so I was like, well I don't, you're, not, you're talking the wrong person. Like I don't know that much either. And so like I'm talking, my mom comes down, she takes a picture. Uh, Sydney and I, and, um, she's like, Hey, I'll be right back guys. And I'm like, all right. Didn't know if it was like, maybe it was like a team photo or something. I don't know. Um, all of a sudden Sydney comes back. It's been like two minutes. I'm t- I'm just talking to my mom, you know, and I'm, I'm joking with her cause they're like pulling threads of the net out. You know, when like you cut down and then there's still some threads you have to pull them through. I'm like, oh man, give me one of those. Give me one of those. Not as like, I think I deserve one, but I'm like, man, that'd just be cool to have one. Then all of a sudden, God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it. Sydney comes over and um she has a she has a different piece of the net in her hand and gives it to me. God. Um I mentioned it. I was never successful playing basketball. Um, I think I made it to a Shelby County championship once when I was like actually playing, you know. Felt short every time. Our teams were never fantastic. Um, we really should have been though. Like our teams, we have God. We were we were supposed to be really good. and We just weren't. Um, so, you know, when my high school career's over, I'm like, man, I never cut down a piece of the net. Someone I'll never do. I've d- I have did it plenty of times on my mini hoops back home. I would cut down the net off of those once I, because I would break them so much. I'd cut down the net off of them and get my practice, I guess. I get a little step stool out, and I'd cut down the net. Um, well, you know, you never dwell on it too much to where you're like, man, I've never cut down a that. God, what a waste of a career. No, you just like, it didn't happen. And the fact that, you know, I've never thought I would get a piece of the net. I'm like, well, oh, oh well, I guess. And the fact that in that moment, Sydney thought of me enough to – and Chelsea told the story on Storm Center. Please listen to that when it's out. um, That she ran over to Coach Rang and was like, can we get a – can we cut off a piece for Drew? And he said, absolutely. Means the world. And good God – Again, you never think that you're going to get that. And I didn't cut it down physically. I don't care. That thing is sitting in my room right now. It's on a set of hooks with all my uh, press badges or media badges from NCAA tournament games I've done. And I swear to God, I look it up at that net every 20 minutes when I'm working. And it... Means a lot. And then you know you have that like that thing didn't leave my pocket. I didn't even let it out of my pocket for those for the whole second game. And um excuse me. Then I do an men's game. Get do it with Chelsea who has been great to me for so long. It's been about a year, you know, like I have so much insight on that women's team because of Chelsea and the, and you know, she's always been the sweetest to me. And, um, the fact that I got to do that with her cause Andy wasn't available. Um, it was great. It was really great. um, we really, it really didn't matter because, like, we we had done one game before. We had been talking about doing games for a long time. And, you know, she's personally requested for me to be on her senior night, and be on the call for that. So for that to be my last game, um, it was it was it was fantastic. It was amazing. And then before that men's game, to have Connor Jones's dad give me a T-shirt. That his entire family got. Again, like the fact that they thought to get me a shirt, when I'm telling you, the, his whole party had it. Like it was all his family, I think a couple of his friends. And the fact that they got one, well, that they gave me one, is great. Um, and for his dad told me, hey, it's been like a family, you know, I know i met him twice, <laughs> you know, I really, I've, that was like legit. The second time, second or third time I had talked to him and he's saying that God, um, it, it's just fantastic. Um, cause you never think that you're affecting anyone most of the time, I think people are muting us, you know? Even though I know we do a great job, but I just know of people who just mute stuff all the time when they're watching basketball. Um, for people to think of us in that way, it's great. <laughs> and then, you know, after the men's game, they win. They get talked talk to each one of the seniors. Again, I've been watching these guys for years. I've been watching Brent for four years. I've been watching Connor for about three because he was on JV his freshman year. Nate Carball, I think he transferred in. So I've been watching him for two or three years. Um, Again, and then for Coach Miller, I mean, he said so many kind words to me. And, you know, And again, the fact that you're thinking of me after you win a game you're done with the regular season you're 22 and 3 you win by 40 pretty much and the fact for hang on fact for him to say like we're always in your corner i hope that you have felt uh, as big a part of us as you are I just call the games I'm not in practice I'm not I'm not drawing up plays I just call the games I just say what I see like how am I a part of this at all other than you know being on a broadcast I interview players every now and then but god it's a podcast (laughs) You know, it's a podcast and a post-game show. Um, it's been great. I know I got softball to broadcast. I'm been really excited for. But I'm done with basketball for now. And it sucks. Still watching Purdue, obviously. Got to watch both teams as they make their way, try to make their way to the NCAA tournament. Uh, I love these teams. I love the school. Couldn't have been a better fit for me. I know I'm not done, but I said it before. I come from a school... My graduating class is 30 people. And I'm, I've had classmates that have been doing great at Purdue. One of them's already graduated. They're doing fantastic. I don't understand it. I wouldn't have survived. Purdue's my dream school, and I wouldn't have survived. I made jokes back before I even applied to colleges i I was going to go to Purdue, and I was going to live in Mackey Arena. And... I think I've spent enough hours in MTI to where I could say I lived in there. Not as much as the coaches or players, but for, an, for for a normal student, I've spent a lot of time in there. I've lived in that place. So again, thank you to TBN for giving me the ability. Thank you to Andy Brown. Thank you to Professor Pod for For sending me to Andy. Thank you to Josh Hornbacher, my fantastic producer. Thank you to the women's team, Coach Rang, Coach Hoffman, Coach Taylor for being awesome with me. And to the men's team, Coach Miller for always saying hi. No matter what, No, no matter the situation, like I could be walking in the rain. And he'll drive by and he'll honk and wave. It's just great knowing that what I do has an impact of some kind. It's great. So that's it for this week. Um, Thank you for listening. Um, Basketball's over for me in terms of calling it for now. but always stay tuned. I know here in about a month, we're going to get some some home softball games. So you should be on the lookout for that. Next week won't be as uh, sad, I guess, as cheer jerking, at least for me. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what's going to be on next week, but you know me. I will be talking about it. So be sure to follow me on Twitter at the Everheart 0 and I'll talk to you